Hi, welcome to the fourth episode of Bottoms Up. My name is Ben. And my name is Tom. This week, we're talking about marriage. But first... This week for my goodies section, it was my turn to bring a treat. Um, I'm freshly back from a full week back home in Switzerland. She's the international. She, is, she can be booked internationally. <laughs> <laughs> And I brought back a treat from Switzerland. Uh, can I ask you just to close your eyes? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was just going to okay. say, we're still doing that. So I'm just... Hi, I'm doing it myself because it might be a bit difficult for you if you have your eyes closed. Okay. And that's the part when you have to hold it, but oh, you can eat the thumb. What does it smell like? It smells like chocolate. Uh-huh. I definitely know what it is. Oh. Okay. <laughs> have a bite. Okay. Okay, describe it so like mm. people can know what it is. It's kind of like soft chocolate. No, it's got nuts in. It's mm. ragusa, right? It's ragusa, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit chilling because you already had some... Oh. I haven't had any, but I love it. It's like dark chocolate and then it's got like a milk chocolate, like soft chocolate in the middle with nuts in. It's really delicious. Absolutely. It's typically okay. Swiss. So since last episode, what did you hear anything from people, like comments and stuff, about uh, which um, was about gay dating apps? Well, we forgot to do the thing where we go on an app for like a week. Okay. So that's disappointing, yeah. but we should do that in future. Maybe we could do like a second episode about apps sometime. Yeah. No, not so much like comments about the episode, but two people from work told me that they listened to it. One of them has said he was really annoyed that there weren't more episodes, so that's nice. Yeah, same people sponsor us. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we do this all ourselves, so it'd be really helpful if, I don't know, if anyone's got a connection that can hook us up. Yeah, uh, it's funny because I, I saw some people that, um, from, from work that I asked, uh, oh, are you listening to the podcast? And I said, oh yeah, I listened to the first episode. And I was like, are there any more? Oh, I said, yeah, well, subscribe and you'll know. Yeah, yeah, yeah people need to subscribe. So yeah, listen people to it, just go and listen. subscribe. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. That's cool. We have like a really nice following, but... People need to subscribe and like be involved. And give us reviews. Give us reviews, yeah. We still haven't got any nudes. No, and, and we've as specifically well. asked every episode for nudes. <laughs> we we've got a curious cat now. Um so you can leave us anonymous comments. Yeah. So if you don't feel comfortable or if you, you wanna, wanna send us hate yeah, as well. If you wanna send us hate, you can do it there anonymously. Um it's curiouscat.me forward slash BTMS up podcast. That's curiouscat.me forward slash BTMS, BT, uh, BTMS up podcast. So please use those. Mm. But thanks. It's really nice when people tell us that they listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. nice. Sorry, we've been a bit crap the yeah. past like, two episodes, but we've got a plan for future. Yeah, we came up with a plan and we're doing our best. So please be nice with us. <laughs> and I can edit now. So they'll be out faster, <laughs> hopefully. The bottom line. The bottom line. So we both spoke about what our bottom line is this week and thought um, this is probably going to take its own episode, but we both had the same thing. Yeah. It's related to Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. It came to me this morning when I saw an article about how Nike have done a set of trainers for Pride Month mm. with, that have pink triangles on. And just this idea of like the corporatization of Pride. Um, I mean, like I said, we're probably going to do an episode on this in future. But yeah, how do yeah. you feel about it? Yeah. I, how I, did I, it like come to you? 
Yeah, but I, I saw those stuff like H&M doing like um, garments with like some rainbow shit on it or whatever. Mm. Starbucks have been doing that as well. Primark have done it. They've done a yeah. pride range with, I think it's like in collaboration with Stonewall. Yeah, and it's that those in collaboration with Stonewall things, still at the end of the day, still people trying to sell us stuff with rainbow on it mm. and it's not actually what we need today in terms of like uh queer rights and everything uh a rainbow on something won't get us right uh it just makes us spend money so even if it, we lived in a perfect world i still don't think that queer culture should be sold like in a mass market and as well like it's these places are so it's so problematic that these places are doing things like the primarchs um Primarchs factories are in countries where like you can be executed and imprisoned mm-hmm. for being gay. I don't know. There's just something about it that's really gross, and I feel like it's sort of taken pride to like not a mainstream audience, but definitely a straight audience. Yeah. Like, I, if anyone who is like straight and listening, please like think before you spend your money at these places, and instead maybe donate to an LGBT charity or something mm-hmm. like that. I used to work at a company that had um that had this initiative to like promote inclusivity and it was basically so they could get on the Stonewall top 100 employers and have a contract to um, sell tickets for Manchester Pride and they have like a Pride float. I worked in that company and I the I saw them like fire LGBTQ plus people for like stupid reasons and not just LGBT like people they it's just it was a not very nice very corporate not unionized workplace and it wasn't a very nice place to work for and it's just you look at the the, the pride float that they have in the manchester pride parade and it's mm-hmm. full of straight people not to like throw shade at the people i love who are involved in it and there's a straight girl in particular who was really involved and had the idea a few like a few years before it was actually initiative and they shut her down i'm not saying that straight people can't be allies but the majority mm-hmm. of people that are involved in the that it's when straight people and particularly straight people who work for corporate companies are trying to promote diversity by getting involved in pride i I think you need to think about whether your like your allyship is performative and whether Mm -hmm. the place that you work for if their allyship is performative my current workplace has a space in the pride parade in Mm -hmm. london pride i personally feel that what they do they really underrepresent lgbt people Mm -hmm. um so I'm not comfortable marching in a parade and I'm a gay person. So like straight people just think about your actions as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just don't agree with this corporatization of pride. Like pride is a mm-hmm. protest. Yeah, it becomes like a spectacle mm. for, for straight people to come and see. Yeah, exactly. And companies like Sainsbury's and Tesco to throw sweets out. Mm-hmm. And let's move on to our main subject, which is marriage. Because everyone be shook Ben proposed to his boyfriend ah. last week. So it's my boyfriend's birthday. No, not twenty-six. It was his thirty-second birthday. My <laughs> current boyfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, we we got um, in trouble <laughs> because we both called our boyfriends current boyfriends on last episode. But I just feel like we were differentiating from exes. Exactly. It was it was just differentiating. Michael's fuming. Yeah. So. I've been thinking about it for a while and we're going to get into more of like what I think about marriage in general a bit later in the episode. So I made him this like zine that sort of documents a relationship. 
In documenting, and you mean uh, there was picture in it? Yeah, so there's like pictures, there's some scans of some postcards he'd sent me oh when God. he was traveling, and like tickets to places we've been, photo booth pictures. There's a poem by like one of my favorite artists in there. And then on the last page, it said like, oh, will you marry me? To be honest, I wasn't like, very planned. I kind of wanted to like sit down and everyone be looking through it with him and then on mm. the last page propose, but it didn't really work out like that. But I feel like it worked out quite nice. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. My mum rang me like crying afterwards while she was driving. <laughs> on FaceTime. And then asked if she could wear a wedding dress, which I thought was cute. Oh my God, amazing. Um, <laughs> and what did he say? Oh yeah, he said yeah. Oh cool. <laughs> well he didn't really. Like I got on one knee when he read the last page and then he was just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and then Actually, I was like, like, so are you going to say yeah? <laughs> but it was really cute. And then I got really drunk. Great. On brand. On brand, really on brand. <laughs> uh, so uh, you proposed to your boyfriend and then we decided to make that the marriage because as well we had that uh, royal wedding happening at, uh, around that time, which we might address if we want yeah, to. Yeah, no, definitely. Because um, um, I have some stuff to say. And yeah, it's been like, uh, and I've been as well when I was home last week, I went to a wedding, which was a straight one. It still made me think a lot. So how many weddings have you been to? Only straight ones. And mm. I've been to maybe dozen. I don't maybe? think I've been to many. I've been to like my mum and dad's. Mm -hmm. um, oh, how old were you when they got married? I was like six. Oh, do you remember it? I mean, I was a kid, so I, I, it was probably like an hour yeah. long, but it felt like it was like three hours long. I've been to that, I've been to like a close family friends. I've been to one of, I've been to one of Michael's friends. And then I've been to a, two of Michael's friends who are lesbians. They've all been really, really different. I'm trying to think if I have been to any more. I don't think I have. Do you think None it's really think different to go to a wedding of someone from your family, your friends? Have you? seen a difference for that? There's a difference in terms of how much fun I feel I can have. I'm not going to get drunk and dance at a family wedding the same mm -hmm. way I am at like, mm -hmm. a friend's wedding. There's, the difference I noticed is like generational and between traditional mm -hmm. and non-traditional weddings. So the straight couple who were Michael's friends who went to their wedding, their wedding was super, super non-traditional. It was very much their wedding. I feel like there's a difference. There's the difference that I notice is the difference between like what is like a classical wedding, like a traditional mm -hmm. wedding, and what if someone like makes a wedding their own and mm -hmm. kind of throws out everything and starts from scratch. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. And I exactly felt that when I went to that wedding in Switzerland. It felt was extremely traditional mm. in terms of uh, it was quite a big wedding. It felt like, and again, no offense to anyone, it felt like people were trapped into that tradition of what a wedding should be, of all the steps that there should be in a wedding, all the different moments there should be, because they yeah. were all there. They were all really strictly organized one after the other. Yeah. And it didn't feel there was a lot of space for identity in it, for them to express exactly who they were. They expressed yeah. who they were inside of those, in like the animations or whatever. Everything felt a bit like there was a checklist to go through yeah, and definitely. they went through it. I don't know, I felt quite uh, uneasy with it. Yeah. What do you think of like marriage as a thing, like an institution? On a personal level, I struggle a lot with commitment. Mm. I have a lot of struggle. I go baby steps. Mm -hmm. I think 
it's an identity thing in the sense of when I realized I was gay, I thought that I had to give up on my real age, which were values I've been brought up thinking were the way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a lot of straight people back home, I was discussing that with a friend the other day, by the way. Is gay marriage legal in Switzerland? Uh, you have a Is civil like partnership. Civil, yeah, okay. civil partnership, yeah. yeah. Uh, growing up, you you feel like uh, the only choice you make is not getting married or not having children. Getting married and having children is kind of a by default things that you have to do. And people in Swiss society, if they don't do that, perceive like children less, uh, child less, or a single person. It's, it's, do you see what I mean? It's, uh, it's a by default thing. And I had to, when you come out as gay, you have to be, uh, give, up on that. Then later on, I realized actually I didn't have to give up on that. Mm. I could have children. I could get married if I wanted, even if it was not in a traditional way. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like it's yeah. growing up is when you sort of realize that you're not straight. I mean, we're brought up in like a straight society. So as mm-hmm. soon as that happens and there's that realization, you sort of take those first steps to come to terms to it. I think in the back of everyone's head who's brought up in air quotes had like a normal upbringing I guess that's mm-hmm. a really gross way of saying it but I can't really mm-hmm. think of another way to say it. it 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 is a thought that you have I guess it varies how much you care and it might be different for kids these days but I think for our generation it definitely would have been a thought like, I'm never going to be able to have kids I'm never going to get married mm-hmm. if we put that aside I think that's a beautiful symbol but there is a thing with marriage that it's like forever you promise yourself to someone else forever yeah but maybe that's not the way if you just get a civil partnership or something like that. It's more like a religious way that it's like mm. forever. I think so. I don't really know if I've been to a civil partnership, but I think there's still very much like this idea of commitment. Yeah, it's um, a strong, strong commitment. Yeah, I think this is going to sound weird, but I think like marriage is a complete, is like fucked. And I think the only way that we can progress as a society if is if the idea of marriage is, is redefined. I mean, it's a system that was based on ownership of women. Traditional weddings are still really sexist. I mean, people, women are still yeah. meant to wear white wedding dresses because they're virgins. The language in a lot of tradition, well, in the traditional weddings that I have been to are still very much, like the dad has to be asked if he gives his daughter away yeah. and if he, this man has the permission to take this daughter. And I never really believed in marriage until quite recently because of that. Me and my boyfriend were having a discussion quite a while ago about marriage and um, I think, oh, it was his sister's wedding because we went to his sister's wedding. That's another Mm. wedding I've been to. And that was, again, quite a traditional wedding. We were talking about the idea of marriage and what it means and how fucked, basically, marriage is. But then we were talking about, like, gay marriage because obviously that came in in, I think it was 2014 here. And I think the reason that I want to get married now and I think what's changed is my idea of what it means for gay people to get married married mm-hmm. like when you think about it that's still only f- in terms of like history in England gay people have only been able to get married for four years why didn't that happen sooner and I think it's really important for children and like my niece and nephew to grow up seeing couples like me and Michael get married mm-hmm. I think the only way, again, that we can like progress or marriage and relationships and people's ideas of ownership over other people can mm-hmm. progress um, in a positive way is if we take these structures that have been mm-hmm. 
put up by mm-hmm. and societies that enslave people, break them down and build them back up as to mm-hmm. what they mean to us. I think it's really interesting and important that because there is that trend among queer people to say uh, we shouldn't get married because that's a straight institution and mm. that's uh, and that's the enemy who should be proud to be different. Which I think I is think, a valid criticism. I think it's valid, but I think it's way more important to say what well, we want all, we want it all. We want to be able to get married exactly like the straights do. And we want to be able to have partnerships that are like not recognized by the government and that lets us free to do whatever we want. I think yeah. it's really important to tackle the issue by all angles we can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I can see why you you're doing it. Like the, I really like the politically charged. Yeah, uh, and I just like I just want to party. Like yeah. I just want a celebration. Our like our relationship. I feel is a very like it's very inclusive of our friends. Our friends are part of our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I want to celebrate that with my friends. I don't want to. It's not going to be a sort of claiming of ownership. I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing that bothers me about the idea of traditional marriage. It's this idea that one person owns another person. I feel like the institution of marriage is based on this idea that like you should persevere and you're declaring that you love this person mm-hmm. so unconditionally that if they do something awful, mm-hmm. you should you should work at it. And I don't think that we're in that space anymore. Historically, that's based on women being oppressed and not being able. And it's mm-hmm. basically saying to the woman, your man can be as awful as he wants to be. He can beat you, rape you. He can sleep with other people. He can treat you as something that he owns, but you need to work through it because in the eyes of God, you're married and you're mm-hmm. a sinner if you if you don't want to be in this anymore. Mm-hmm. I think society's changed, so yeah, the idea of marriage should be changed. I think that's what really bothers me when like people had a problem with or and, like still do have a problem with gay marriage and they say like, oh, it's, it's redefining marriage. And it's like, marriage is a marriage is a really backwards institution. Yeah. Like, you need to reflect on that. It needs to redefine. Really yeah, exactly. And I think it's really like, uh, like said before, for a lot of people, it's just a logical step. They don't think about that. They don't uh, think they really want to get married. In a lot of places, they just, just they've been together for like three, four years, so mm. it's time to get married. Yeah. And it's so much stronger, I think, to see people like us, when they want to get married, it's a real choice. It's been thought from beginning to end. Yeah. It's not, it's just not, it just, it's not just a logical step. It's something that you really want and that uh, you've made a full choice. Mm. I think for queer people getting married It's still, really different, yeah, I think. I think it's still quite a political act. Like, Michael did yeah. a really good speech at the lesbian wedding that we went to where he said, like, if you think about it, these women who are getting married now are still, in terms of history, are going to be some of the first people that, like, gay people that ever got married. And that's that's amazing. People can call it heteronormative, assimilating, mm. but I, th- I still think it's quite a radical act. And making yeah. a breaking down this historical institution and making it what you want to be, I think is still quite um, important in terms of like visibility. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, Hornet Brazil just started following us on Instagram. Hornet Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Wow, let's go to Brazil, <laughs> come to Brazil. Sorry, off topic. <laughs> when you, so you're, have you started organ- 
organizing anything yet oh with god Apple. no it's still really stressful it's already stressful you already so we had this idea like i told you he doesn't want to ring and i don't really want to ring i don't really wear yeah. jewelry um so we were thinking about getting tattoos i was like i just want a band and then he was like oh i want this i want this and then i was like right well let's get different things then and he's like oh no we can't have different things blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and i was like the other day we were on the bus and we were talking about budgets and stuff and i was like listen let's set a date and we can just discuss the wedding on that date I don't want to think about it like right now. Um, the most important thing to me is is that I want I don't want to compromise on the people that I have there. I don't want people to have to feel uncomfortable. I want mm-hmm. people if 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 we can have people there, I want people to be able to bring someone if they don't feel comfortable coming on their own. I want people to wear whatever they want. There's not going to be any. I'm not going to make someone who never wears formal wear and feels yeah. really uncomfortable wear coming yeah. in it I want it to be our wedding and not someone mm. else's wedding do you know what I mean yeah totally but I don't know what I'm gonna wear and I, I was just looking at our like agenda and that kind of goes onto it like what if you did get married like what kind of wedding would you want in terms of like know. aesthetic in terms of aesthetic I don't know but that's me but I would like to piss off the trades <laughs> anything yeah. that pissed them off <laughs> I would like go for it right it would like I, I would like uh, come in in a pup mask come in <laughs> <laughs> coming in voguing yeah. uh, <laughs> and I'm really against like it resonates a lot that formal wear thing I hate formal wear it's gross it's really and it's like I, I showed up at that wedding in dungarees oh the one and, you went to recently yeah I, I went with black dungarees and like a barbie cap and a, a white t-shirt and like you had really a barbie cap barbie cap yeah as in like Barbie? Like the Barbie, the, the doll. Uh, and really oh, yeah. high black boots. Um, it was a look. A lot of people were shook, to be honest. Um, oh my God, and you, were you wearing my Britney Spears badge? Yes, oh my I God, just, yes. I, just I didn't tell you, I forgot. Yeah, I had, I had the Britney. So, so guys, um, check out Ben's Etsy store. He wears the like... The badges aren't on there though. It's not on there. No, I need to... So I have um, an exclusive product, f- not from there. That's <laughs> a badge that uh, Ben draw Britney with that pink wig <laughs> from 2007. Oh, She's on the phone. So yeah, I wore that, that wedding. <laughs> okay, I can kind of see. Um, so yeah, I, from, kind of. I think formal, formal wear is a, is a form of violence made against people. And especially like, I don't have enough money to buy that to buy yeah that's the thing wear. if you're gonna it's like, really like classes as if, well. yeah if you're gonna have a restriction on what people can wear to your wedding then you need to like give me money to pay for it yeah exactly i just think like i hate i hate even wearing a shirt not a, like a comfortable shirt like a proper like a suit mm-hmm. shirt and mm-hmm. um, i hate wearing trousers one thing that like really irks me is the thought of someone feeling like they have to be uncomfortable to come yeah. to my wedding like yeah. that's not whatever do what you like but i if i definitely don't want people feeling comfortable yeah. when i'm there um when they're yeah. at my wedding i want people to be as comfortable as they can possibly be i keep having these like wild ideas and i'm like i don't want to spend much money but then i'm like i want like a wall of and then like i had it in my head that like flowers are really cheap but apparently not uh i kind of yeah. want a mask as well like you to want enter mask. into like my I'm, the main thing I'm thinking about is my entrance at the moment yeah and I definitely want two outfits I want like a ceremony outfit and an yeah. evening outfit yeah and um, but I was thinking of maybe like some like Bjork-esque mask to like oh, yeah. come into oh my god I think like part of me keeps thinking oh I want a suit and then I'm like no fuck that I want I want to look yeah. cool like uh, just to like enter into and I'll yeah. take it off like when I get just there. have a look yeah that's I the mean, thing I uh, mean 
you have to be as radical as you can. I want people to fashion. gasp when I'm yeah. walking. Yeah, I mean? yeah, totally. Do you think that Michael would want something as fashion forward? Michael would probably wear sweatpants and an M&S, black t-shirt, to be honest. Bless. That's my Make current boyfriend, effort. Michael. <laughs> my current fiance. Yeah, my current fiance, as you say. Do you think since you, because I was talking a bit before about uh, when I first realized I was gay and my thoughts on my age at that point, do you think your opinion has evolved since you first came out up to today mm. about marriage? How, how did that evolve? Well, I think I went through a phase like when I first sort of came out and I was around 16 and I had this really like idealistic vision of what I wanted my like future love life to be. And I, I probably at that around when I was like maybe 16 to 20-ish wanted like a really traditional wedding in a church. Mm. Not because I'm like religious, but just because it was like this... The big I symbol. It feels like you that's what a wedding is. Yeah. And then I kind of went through a phase of not wanting to get married and thinking it's really like heteronormative, which I guess it can be, and that we shouldn't be buying into it. And now I think I'm at a stage where, well, I'm getting married, but I want it to be my wedding and not history's wedding. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah, as I said, I felt like I had to give up on that. My view on that right now, I'm so far away from, as I said, baby steps that's way out of reach for me right now. But I think that's, again, I think it's really cute. I think that's really nice and queer people can get married. And moreover, I think it's so much more important that people can appropriate that. Appropriation of that institution is so important for us, again. Straight people steal gay shit all the time. Like, maybe it's time for us to take something absolutely, from that. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, let's be real. We have been organizing those weddings forever. Exactly. <laughs> that's our time to shine and to show them how it's it's it really gets down it's uh, like you know that meme that's who are you and it's like i'm you but stronger <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, exactly that um, i think another two things that really bother me about weddings is like first of all how much they cost and how much some people spend yeah. on them like it's so ridiculous i'm not ready to spend all that money on it we were talking about a budget the other day and i was like i don't want to spend that much and then we were like should we like save 10 grand and i just even that which is lower than what what's the average people spend on weddings i'm going to google it now so according to a new survey of 4,000 brides the average wedding cost of a uk wedding is now twenty-seven thousand one hundred and sixty-one pounds. oh my god that's a deposit on a house i just can't in any way ever justify spending that much money do you know that, like, uh, I've just Googled as well, like, Switzerland uh, budget for wedding. The first link is a bank that proposed a loan for wedding. So people are, like, I, are really taking loans out for wedding. That's so much money. Like, I'm, ne I'm probably never going to have that much money anyway. That's over my yearly salary. Um, but the other thing as well is presents and money. I mean, I hope I get presents at my wedding, not in my but I don't care if people don't, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There's this idea that if you're invited to a wedding, you have to yeah. bring a gift. It gets pe re people really offended if people don't bring them gifts or people do lists. Yeah, so. it has to do, I think, with all that budget that they they spend on mm, like everything, true. I think. So if we're gonna like save for months and take loans out, it's the least that people could like give us a gift or something yeah, that's like that. True. I would rather not have gifts and I kind of understand why people do wedding lists yeah. because I don't want those of shit that I'd ne yeah. I'm never gonna yeah. like use. If you're gonna make if you're gonna make a gift, make sure it's something that Yeah. Or just I'd rather the equivalent in cash. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I saw really nice things once 
I went to that wedding where the new wed as basically funding the honeymoon. Yeah, and, I think and you could and it, it nice. was like a road trip in Asia or something like yeah. that. And they had broke down all the activities they would do, and people could give money depending on what kind yeah. of activity. So you can like uh, offer them like a nice cocktail on that beach. Yeah, exactly. And it, you you could give like like twenty quid or whatever, and then some people could like offer a hotel night for that month. And I think was, I'd much rather that. Yeah, like, I think it was cute. Donate I think, to my yeah, wedding, my exactly. Yeah, do, do you have already discussed the honeymoon with Michael? Or? No, we just want to go to New York though. Yeah. But that's not... Yeah, that's not related. No, we've not talked about honeymoon. I guess, like, we'll go somewhere and travel for, like, two, three weeks, maybe. But if we're going to have to spend 27 grand on a wedding, how can you afford a honeymoon? I know, right? Well, as for your guests to afford it for you. Our wedding is not going to cost 27. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, have you got any other thoughts on marriage or... Uh, Oh, just a quick, quick note on the royal wedding. Uh, Did you watch it? I was dissing it so much. And then, I'm not gonna lie, as soon as I heard that she'd got out of the car, I like got onto the live stream. And to be honest, it was actually really beautiful. Yeah. Because it's the royal family. Yeah. It was still a narrative. I mean, it, there was a big narrative all around that, and they delivered, I guess. Yeah, it was a lot blacker than I thought it would be. And I thought, in particular, the the choirs that sung Stand By Me were really beautiful. Yeah. Um, <gasps> that was a beautiful moment. Yeah, and the guy with the violin, Yes. So, um, on the TV we have, in the lounge, my YouTube is connected to the TV. So I can see what uh, you guys look for oh, when yeah. you're at home. And you can see what I look for on my mobile. And the other day, I look uh, like um, Royal Wedding Violinist <laughs> had been looked for. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, me and my friend Rosie, we went out. The, well, we, went, we, we like hung out the day before and went for a drink. And we were both, it's fucking stupid. Why do people care? <laughs> and then she was coming over to our house the next day. And I messaged her and I was like, oh, I'm watching the Royal Wedding. When are you coming over? And she was like, I'm watching it too. I'm going to be a bit like... <laughs> but as well, I'm... Yeah, I did not have to... There's bits I, of it that I like, but the whole concept of a Royal Wedding... Yeah, that was fucked up, but gave us good stuff. fucking crazy. People camped out the night before. Yeah, fucked like that. I really loved her mom. Oh, oh my god, that was beautiful. The best thing about the royal wedding is Meghan Markle's family. The white side <laughs> yeah. of Meghan Markle's family. Oh my god. I've seen her, her nephew. I feel so bad for her dad. I feel really bad for him. Why haven't he? She's not fucking prepared him for anything, bless him. And now he's basically been forced not to go. Like, bullshit did he have a Hasn't attack? he gone to TMZ and like, uh, to sell in for He like had a deal with a photographer to take these pictures, but the pictures were really cute. It was like <laughs> him reading an English history book. He's like the poor guy's probably had to go into hiding. I feel really oh. bad for him. I was watching like loads of interviews with her half sister, and she's on like Good Morning with Piers Morgan and shit. <sighs> and she's just, they've not prepared us for any of this. Which I think is true. They fucked them over, but yeah, they're my favourite thing about. Yeah, indeed. I was that. Incredible. And apparently she's <laughs> apparently her half sister's writing a book. No. Called Diary of a Pushy Prince. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, to be honest, like, uh, oh, her nephew put out a weed brand, no? That's called like Mark or something. Yeah. Get money. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, guys, it's really good. Everyone should make money from that. Family if has I made was, enough money yeah, from everyone. If I was married into the royal family on the down low, I'd be like, make as much money as you can. Yeah, like, exactly. I really hope she divorces him. That's why I'm hoping for a royal divorce. Oh. That's what I want. You know what? Harry's so fit. No, he's not. 
He's so fit now. Does anyone remember the time he dressed up as a Nazi? Yeah, well, he, how old was he? 16? Something like that. He's still a fucking prince. The member yeah, of the royal family. I know. Do you remember when he was on video calling his, um, calling someone the P word? The P word? So he was like in his barracks or I don't know, in the army. Yeah. And there was a, an air guy from Pakistan there. Yeah. And he was calling him a racial slur on camera. No. Yeah. He's trash. The whole fucking royal family are trash. The only one who's kind of cool was Diana. Yes. Oh, R. I. P. I love like People's yeah. Princess. R. I. P. Her as well. She had so many. Have you, see, have you read her diaries? She, she wrote <laughs> no. like she wrote like letters about the royal family and stuff. It's heartbreaking. Really? I don't, yeah. She's talking about how she felt like in prison with them and everything. Yeah. Her having all that love from people when she died. I watching her. the queen having to watch that was delicious. Yeah, I remember her. Um, her wedding being massive. Oh my god, don't you think that the royal family and the audience looked like they were fuming? Like the queen looked really pissed off. Yes. Good, I hope she Yeah, they looked like, like everyone looked more interested by not them, basically. There's a bit where like fucking William and Prince, what's his name? The Camilla one. Charles. Prince Charles were like laughing during that violin solo. No. I was like, that's disrespectful. Yeah. Also, Prince Charles said that he wants to be Camilla's tampon. He wants Isn't to that be the So apparently there was like a recording of him on the phone saying, we'll try and find it and edit this in. But apparently there was a recording that was leaked into a newspaper where he was saying to Camilla, I want to be your tampon. Oh my Isn't God. that fucking nasty? That's disgusting. I mean like, but again, like straight people mean gross, like breaking news. That's true. Okay, should we That's wrap it up with our thing. recommendations? Yeah, okay, cool. Um, what... Is your recommendation this week? So, have you followed, like, the Troy Sivan and Kim Petras drama? Did well, he call himself... I saw a tweet the other day where it was, like, pink news or something where, like, Troy Sivan says he doesn't want to be a gay icon. <laughs> and someone had, like, retweeted it saying, literally, no one's calling you a gay icon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Lovely. Anyway, he, he announced he was going on tour with Kim Petras. Who is Kim Petras is trans, right? She's that trans. Uh, she's like a pop singer. Yeah, but she's been affiliated with Dr. Luke. Oh, okay. So Dr. Luke, if people don't know, he was a Kesha's producer. Producer. He was was he her manager as well? She was uh, signed in his label. He basically abused her for like years and years in the past 10 years. Hmm. Uh, allegedly, let's not get sued. Allegedly, let's not get sued <laughs> because he is out for blood. He's suing her for defamation as well. Like He's, he's suing Kim Petra? No, 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 uh, Kesha. Anyway, and some other people came out as well. It was a bit before that Me Too movement, by the way. Some other people came out and telling how gross he was yeah. and everything. Kim Petras, who is that uh, trans pop star, She's German and she's she's been working with him. Being affiliated with Dr. Luke, Troy Sivan and on seeing a tour with her had a lot of backlash. I saw this morning Troy Sivan putting out talking about that situation and saying he's talked with her and her management about I, I think that message was quite cute actually and quite made sense. I think in today's climate, when that kind of things happen, it's either you cancelled, you're unproblematic. There is no place, there is no room for uh, people making mistakes and people growing and learning. But hasn't she repeatedly defended him and said, oh, I ha he's been fine I don't know, but repeatedly, I, don't, I know she had. Maybe it's just him spinning something. 
But I think it's refreshing to see something not being all black or all white and allow mm. some place for nuance. I don't think in activism we should have nuance. I think activism should be radical. However, I understand when, when you work on that kind of things, you should allow room for growth. Mm. And I don't feel like it's something that, that is um, happening, especially since she's trans. Yeah. Uh, girlfriend's trying to have a career. Uh, we should allow her, I think. Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, and unfortunately, she had to go. How disgusting it is that in order to have a career, you have to go through Dr. Luke. But anyway, uh, I thought that was a nice lesson. And I thought... Um, and, like, are any of their music good? Is, like, either of their music actually good? Uh, okay, I'm going to be extremely honest. I've never heard any song of hers. <laughs> uh, however, I really like Troy Sivan's music. Uh, I think I think it's a bit... It's it's The first album was really good, I thought. Mm. And he's, uh, he's a proud bottom. So uh, I would do whatever to support a fellow bottom. <laughs> So is, she's quite big, right, Kim Petras? Is she? <laughs> I know. I saw someone on Twitter said she has less followers than I mean, someone. She, I'm just looking now, and she does have like less followers than Drag Race girls. But I think yeah, it's exactly. Like, I think it's pretty cool that there's. Apparently, she sold out her London show. I'm just looking at her Instagram. Like, it's pretty cool that there's like a big-ish trans pop singer. But actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like, is that because she's blonde, white, and attractive? I think we have to take what we can to infiltrate straight culture yeah, today. Yeah, uh, <laughs> So I'm Speak it, for that. It's funny because she's in the H&M adverts that you mentioned earlier in their private Again, production. Again, the good is trying to have a career. Let's not blame her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my recommendation this week yes. is... Um, it's a podcast called Queer Liverpool. Pretty mm. new. And I only found it a few days ago because I was looking through podcasts that we could follow on social media and mm-hmm. have a look into and to show you. And it just came up on Recommended. Um, but it's a podcast done by Liverpool Echo, which is the one of the biggest newspapers in Liverpool, mm-hmm. like in terms of newspapers on a local level. And they've, I guess, commissioned these hosts to do episodes about what it is to be queer in Liverpool and it's just really nice I listened to the first episode a few days ago and it's it's just it's it's really nice to hear voices that I can identify with yeah and they talk about things that I can identify with yes that's really cool it's my that's my recommendation for the week it reminds me of when there was a queer exhibition in at one of the galleries in Liverpool I think it was called Queer and Now the exhibition was really good and the work in the exhibition was really good but the idea of it made me when we were going through it I was actually getting a bit emotional because I was thinking god this is so amazing that in what was like the nearest city to me as a kid there's this exhibition now and there's going to be kids like me who Mm -hmm. come to this and it's like amazing that this is a thing um and this is what it's like the, when I first was listening to the podcast that it made me a bit emotional because I, mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of queer podcasts because it's really easy to relate to and it's something that I'm interested like mm-hmm. the things that they talk about are things that affect me and things that I'm interested in mm-hmm. and this just takes that like one more level up because it's yeah. it's like close to home like literally yeah. close to home so yeah that's my recommendation oh lovely like you can just search Queer Liverpool I've only seen it on iTunes I'm not sure if they have a SoundCloud and stuff everyone should go and listen to that it's just Queer Liverpool on the iTunes podcast app or I guess Google them Um, and it's done through Liverpool Echo the newspaper in Liverpool okay lovely well I can't wait to give that a listen 
wrap up there mm -hmm. but before you go please make sure you subscribe on uh, iTunes Stitcher on our SoundCloud uh, give us multiple plays multiple plays just play it yes. and like turn play it that on, work turn it on mute and just over and over again yes. it's really yes. good if you've got like annoying colleagues who won't shut up send us emails tweet mm -hmm. us um, on all social media we're bottoms up BTMS up podcast yep um, so that's like Curious Cat yes. Twitter Instagram um, and not know. Facebook yeah not Facebook and our email address is btmsuppodcast at gmail.com we got an email we did get an email I just remembered did oh you see it oh my god it? no <laughs> <laughs> um, so always like uh, like harassing people to send us stuff and we don't I mean people still need to send us stuff because it's basically I'll read it out hi there <laughs> My name is Wen Bin Fang. I built a podcast search engine, Listen Notes, which is like Google, but for podcasts. It's free to use, blah, 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 blah. So it's basically someone saying, you can list your podcast on this. They've, they're not interested in it's what advertisement. we have to say at all. <laughs> Amazing. So well, our first email is spam, which is great. Which is great. Really, really great. So please, and send us news. We, we won't stop asking until we get some. So, yeah. Yeah. We can send them on Curious Cat. It doesn't have to have your face in. Yeah, yeah. We can send uh, yeah. images through Curious Cat. Yeah. Then there you go. You don't even. We're gonna to... have to start setting anonymous accounts up. Yeah. If, like no one sends them in. I mean, we're only yeah. on episode four. I'm sure we'll get yeah. some soon. Absolutely. Cool. So that's it. That so happy Pride nice Month, then. everyone. Happy Pride Month. Make sure to be nice to your queer friends, family, family, friends. lovers. Uh huh. Um, yeah. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.